Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet. This is a show where we talk about things we see on the internet. It usually have to do with the internet. And Emily fact checks 98.3% of the time. I upped you this time. Last time it was 97%. I'll what take up? it. <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel Ballinger. That is, insert name here, Emily Brostaff. And we are going to talk about things now. I need a better, I need to figure out an intro. <laughs> I gave you a good intro. It's definitely shorter than the one you just used. <laughs> me winging it, I can talk for hours. You give me uh-huh. a pair, or you give me two sentences to memorize, it's over. I'm not going to be able to do it. That's, yeah. We're, we'll just put it on a big poster board behind your computer. That would work. There we go. All um, right. Uh, in my room today, I have Blaze joining us. Say hi, Blaze. He doesn't care. Do you have Daisy? I do. She's. Right, right next to you. Perfect. Yep. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I had a busy day today, but I'm I'm chilling. I like it. Good. And I have Yay. a dinner. I have to leave this house for in an hour, so we gotta go fast. Let's. Well, we our podcasts aren't an hour long. They're 45 minutes. <laughs> Although the people are demanding they be longer. I don't have the time. All we do is talk. All of my, every day of, every minute of my life is spent talking in front of a camera. I don't have any more time to talk in front of a camera. I think we can settle on 45 minutes for now. Are podcasts longer than 45 minutes? I feel like that's a normal amount of time for a podcast. I feel like some of the really big ones are like 60 minutes, like every time. I don't, I I just can't. I can't do it. I would just fall over. Yeah, attention span isn't there. I am forced to sit in this chair for 45 minutes. I can't do a minute longer. It's not possible. Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's stop the jibber-jabber, even though that's my favorite part. Talk about whatever news you'd like to talk about. Okay. Only big news this week. Um, No blurbs? No no blurbs. Um, Okay. So first story we're going to talk about is TikTok. I almost said TikTok. What's your favorite flavor of TikTok? What's your favorite flavor of TikTok? Whatever the white ones are, like the minty ones. Those ones are the best to freshen your breath, but the orange is the best tasting. I don't like orange flavored things. I like oranges. I don't Wait, like orange Wait, I have a things. question. Have yeah. you tried the orange Tic Tacs? There it is. No, she has <laughs> not. I will give it a go. I'll get, I feel like that's a good food That's to the try. next one. That's the next one. Next time you cuss, your consequence is eating an orange Tic Tac. Oh, darn. <laughs> anyway, all right. TikTok has launched a new feature that allows users across the world to make videos up to 10 minutes long. They're it's just not available. No. Right. <laughs> it's not available to all users yet, but it should be quite soon. No. So, I No. See, no. They're just turning into YouTube, but not paying yeah. their content creators as much as YouTube does. Ding, ding, ding. You, you got it. <laughs> I mean, I hope that it takes off so people's attention spans gets longer again and they can go back to YouTube because right now no one's attention span is lasting on YouTube. They just can't do it. 
which I understand. Right. And neither can I. I also can't even handle the three-minute videos on TikTok. I I am medicated, so I have an abnormally large attention span. <laughs> so I can sit there and watch like 10, 15-minute videos on YouTube, but I understand the general public cannot. Yeah, but like TikTok is just YouTube, but they're not paying their content creators as much. Right. Okay, so... As someone that is not a content creator on TikTok, I can't comment on what's going on behind the scenes. But if you are comfortable sharing, what is what is like the difference between YouTube and TikTok as Hold far on. as being a creator I that will, makes your money? I'm going to calculate real quick. Hold on. I make 1% of what I make on YouTube on TikTok. 1%. Now, if you're like and JoJo... You- and I post you have 1.8 million on yeah, TikTok I, too. Yes. If I um, were like JoJo, because Joe and I talk about money and whatever and what numbers yeah. I have to hit and blah, blah, blah. If she posts three times a day and each one goes viral, she okay. makes more money on TikTok than YouTube. But that's because her YouTube videos like don't go viral like that. Okay. So okay. to make a substantial to make the equal amounts of money or more on TikTok than YouTube, you have to post three times a day and they each have to get over 10 million views. So each of your videos three times a day have to go viral in order for you to make more money on TikTok because TikTok, they created this thing called the creator fund and okay. they just TikTok. I'm going to come up with an arbitrary number because I don't remember what it is, but they're like, okay, here's $10 million in this fund. Okay. Now we'll disperse that throughout the creators and so when more creators get verified and come into the fund the funds don't increase people just have to get less each person each creator has to get less money so if like it's just me let's i'm just making up things here if it was just me and my sister we'd both get five million dollars because there's ten million dollars in the fund but then if right, you right. add you know ten people we only get one million each and it just keeps going down and TikTok keeps getting bigger, more creators keep coming on. And so everyone's making less and less money, which is like, you know, I'm not mad at the people coming on. TikTok is somehow brilliantly getting away with not adding more money and paying people less. Even though now ads are showing up like crazy because before they were like, well, we don't do ads. How would we make money? We don't do ads. I I get ads every five swipes up. So TikTok has the money. They have the ability but they're paying people way less and you have to be crazy, like crazy good at going viral constantly in order to make actual living out of it. Where people make their money is lives and gifts. So their TikTok is being like, you can make lots of money. See, these people are making a living off of it, but they're relying on the fans and the viewers to send their content creators money. That's not fair. No, it's not fair at all. But that's Could you imagine the, if YouTube operated that way? Like they wouldn't survive. And that's the right. thing. And so it's really hard because you'll see people like TikTokers make YouTube channels because they know that's where money is. And like because you right. get YouTube pays you for the ad and what type of ad it is. It doesn't matter how much money YouTube has or whatever. The ad you get, like if you're a consistent channel, a big channel, you'll get better ads. And so it really is based on performance and how long you've been on the platform and blah 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 right and it's not like you know this set amount and then we'll disperse it between everyone it really like tiktok 
while they're genius because they got everyone addicted to it, they don't yep. pay their creators <sighs> enough. And that's, that's, I mean, that sucks, but I understand, like, I, it's genius how they got away with it. So the well, fact is that, that why, like, all the TikTok creators are flooding over to YouTube right now is because they're not being yes. able to make a living yes. off of TikTok? Okay. Yes. Because YouTube, you can make a lot of money on YouTube. I feel like we all know this. That's not a hidden fact. We right. all, we all, if we've been on YouTube a while and we've, you know, if oh, we're I set, made good money off of YouTube. You made a dollar thirty-seven. I mean, oh, don't jip me. I made a dollar fifty-seven. Oh, my apologies, my apologies. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, mm-hmm. like you can make money on YouTube. That's not right. That's a known fact. Like we have nice houses and stuff because we've been doing it a long time, and you can do it if you're consistent. But TikTok. I mean, you can yeah. make money, but you have to be Jojo Siwa and the Demilios and people like that. Like, you have to be the hype house or whatever they are. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, even even not looking at it in the, like, creator fund aspect, like, I just, I don't think this idea is going to go as well as they think it is because they've been training us for, how long has TikTok been out? Like, I don't even, like, four years? Yeah, but it's been giant for about two to three Okay, so for at least the past two to three years, they've been training us to have this incredibly short attention span so that they could purposely push out as much content as possible in order to keep the people on the app as long as possible. Yes. So because you could easily just go. I saw that video three times. Like you could just see it three times, not register that you're seeing it three times. That ups three views, even though like you are you're only watching it really once. You've accidentally watched it three times and you keep swiping. And so TikTok and right. has all these like great numbers and keeps people on. Right. Well, and it's just like if I don't like the video I'm watching, I know I can swipe and immediately be entertained a split second later. Whereas like YouTube, I I, I have to go and dig and find a subject that I'm interested in and sit there and spend the and time sit watching it. And watch it. the ads. If you don't pay for YouTube premium, you have to sit and watch the ads. Never. To see if no, I <laughs> to this day still don't have YouTube premium. And it's no. my i like i don't own youtube but i'm like i'm on i am a youtuber and i still don't have it right but yeah Yeah. for youtube it's it's you find a creator you like and you kind of stay to their channel it's very rare to kind of like go off of that but yeah tiktok is one right so why are they why are they doing this like they've been purposely melding us into this perfect customer for two at least two three years and now all of you a sudden want, they want to like you want to know why you want an attention span they're gonna no, i me. promise you they're going to put ads in the middle of the tiktok you're watching there we go i promise that is what's going to happen right instagram but who's gonna started doing it who's on gonna reels sit there and watch it though like they're gonna train us that's what they're doing they're gonna train us to be be like we were when we watched youtube I guess, yeah. Like YouTube, wow. YouTube videos used to only be two to five minutes. YouTube videos back in the day, like back in the Cinnamon Challenge, the Harlem Shake, it was right two to right. five minutes max. And then it was like, okay, five to eight. And then if you push 10, you're like, that's a long video. And now right. YouTube videos, well, I still keep them relatively short, but that's my own attention span. Like... A few years ago, when Shane Dawson started releasing those docu-series, they were hours long and getting millions of views. I watched every single second because it was so entertaining. And I know that's so bad and I shouldn't have, but Uh, it was so entertaining. I watched a little bit of some. I couldn't. I I don't have the attention span for it. But uh, so like YouTube slowly got longer and longer and longer because 
we found out later that if your video was longer than 10 minutes, you could put ads in the middle of it. Right. And so that's why I go, oh, if I post an hour, I can put five ads, 10 ads in it. Doesn't matter. So that's, they're going to slowly train us to be, that's what it is. And then hopefully everyone just goes back to YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah. Unless, unless TikTok changes and starts paying everyone more. And then yes. if, if, if TikTok could match like what you're making on YouTube, do you think you would ever transfer over to, I just to TikTok doing, solely? I, honestly, uh, not if it's 10 minutes, then I'm just putting out the same. Uh, that's just, just the same. I would transfer wherever the money is, is where I would kind of transfer to. That's just because okay. I'm still creating content and it's, that's where the viewers are. If no, I'm not going to keep posting on YouTube if no one's watching it and right. be like, I refuse to go over to TikTok. <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. And right. So if everyone's watching me on TikTok, I'll go there. But uh, I mean, if they're both 10 minutes and I'm getting the same views on both, oh my God, I would just, I'd, and the same money, I would just have to boast on both platforms. I don't know. Oh God. You're thinking about the work you have to do as my assistant. I know, I'm like trying to calculate in my head. Because <laughs> right uh, now it is wow. easy to, it's, it, it still requires work, but it is okay to do a five second TikTok, a 10 second TikTok yeah. and my YouTube channel. But if I have to put out 10 minute, pieces on tiktok and youtube where you have to fight for people's attention mm -hmm. like yeah i kind of post like tiktoks just mindlessly like just when i want to have fun and then i put like a lot of effort into the youtube videos and so it would be like you kind of have to decide do you want to put a lot of effort into both or do you still want tiktok to just be like this fun happy like i don't know yeah I mean, I understand times constantly change and everything. I'm saying TikTok is going, if they want to, they can train us to do 10 minute videos. The people running TikTok are very good at that. But at that yeah. point, I'm going to be like, they have to be careful because they might get us back to, oh, I can watch a 10 minute YouTube video again. Right. So, right. Right. And then people are like, yeah, jumping back over. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I thought YouTube was going to die out oh, kind of a while ago, but it's still there. It's not yeah. like it was at all. People aren't no. YouTubers anymore. They're TikTokers, which is totally fine. And if YouTubers don't want to make that switch, that's on them. <laughs> you got to keep going wherever people are watching. Um, right. But what I knew never would take off was Instagram reels. <laughs> or like Facebook shorts or whatever. YouTube <laughs> shorts. Are... YouTube yeah, the... TikTok things. And I was like, you guys are just dumb. <laughs> yeah. They tried. They tried. Anyway. That was, was there anything else? I just went, sorry. I just kind of stole that because that's something I know about. <laughs> no, no. I, I kind of wanted to tell you, you know, I'm sure you had already heard the news, but I, wa I wanted to bring up that subject and get specifically your opinion on it because obviously like you have very much insider information that yeah. the general public does I know, not. Yeah. So. I know people wonder about that a lot. Like how much we make yeah. on TikTok versus YouTube. If you're an established YouTube channel, um, and you've been around for a while, you make a, you'll like, you'll make a lot more on YouTube than on TikTok, but you can make more on TikTok, but you just got to be one of the top of the tops or yeah. rely on your fan base to give you money through gifts in the comments and stuff on TikTok lives. That's crazy. Yeah. So wow, that's just kind of what, it, that's just like what it is. Like I get more views on TikTok and I have more subscribers on TikTok, but I get more money on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes and yeah. if it actually works out. <laughs> yeah. But there's a reason people are constantly like, pushing people to other platforms. Like, make sure you're yeah. following this. Make sure you're following that. It's 
to try and get wherever the views are going to be and then also wherever the money's going to be. Right. Right. Yeah. No shame. It's a job. It is a job. And like, I want to entertain people. And so right. I want to know where people are watching. And I always ask what they want to see because I want to entertain you. Feet pics. No. <laughs> I commented that so many times on your live stream. Send feet pics. Feet pics. Feet pics. I swear it was it was monitoring and deleting my comments. I'm sure. I'm sure. Blaze, this is not time for squeaky toy. <laughs> he doesn't care. Could be. Um, uh, all right. Uh, do we want to take a slight we're going to take an ad break. Let's check. I love you. We're going to check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor. Sponsor. Hey there. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. What's next? What am I going to get angry about next? This one, I don't know if you'll have much to comment on in the beginning because it is about euphoria. I know you don't watch the show because it's too heavy, um, which is, is, it's fine. Um, I'm a little sad about it, but I'll get over it. Um, My girlfriend loves it. It's so, it's so addicting. Um, But yeah, you got to be in like the right mindset for it. Um, So Ellen DeGeneres is in the hot seat this week. I saw. I saw. Yeah. Euphoria star Jacob Elordi, who plays Nate Jacobs on the show, um, sat down to an interview with Ellen earlier this week. Um, And if you haven't seen Euphoria, there are like an absurd amount of nude scenes. Yes, because I read that they wanted wanted nudity in the show. They wanted it as real and raw as possible. But for every like woman body part shown they were going to show show a male body part so because they wanted equality and i was like we could just cover it all up we could just have none we don't have to expose these men or these women as they are supposed to be portraying children teens yes so we could i have i have thoughts about that we could just not show no pee pee no boobies we don't have to show (laughs) i i I approve of the equality but we could have equally covered them Exactly. Yeah. Um, so where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, um, I'm derailing you every two seconds this episode. I mean, I like I like when I get to hear your opinion. It's nice. Yeah. Um, OK. So when Ellen was interviewing Jacob um, about these scenes, she said, and this is a direct quote, you're naked a lot. How does that feel when they write you into the script? Do they say, hey, how do you feel about being naked? To which Jacob replied, you have no choice. Every scene is like he's sleeping with this person. He does this with this person naked. But it's like it gets to the point where I've done movies where it's like my character goes to the mall shirtless and you're like, why? To which Ellen responded, well, look at you. That's why. So since no, that- <sighs> come on. Yeah. 
since her episode aired, um, fans started calling Ellen out for her response to his comments, suggesting that the host was objectifying and sexualizing the young actor. And someone tweeted the clip with the caption, I don't love Ellen's objectification. Felt kind of like, well, what do you expect? You're hot, so you'll be objectified. Um, and the exchange would likely have caused far more controversy if it had been an older male interviewer making the same comment to a young woman actress. Um, yeah, no, but- it wasn't right at all. Like, this is something women deal with all the time. And that right. doesn't mean that men should also deal with it. No one should deal with it. It shouldn't be... Well- Well, if you watch the interview, he's very clearly uncomfortable. And like, this is very much a subject that you can tell, like, not that he doesn't like talking about, but like, you can tell he has opinions that don't align with the show, like that he doesn't enjoy doing all of these nude scenes. And so he's just kind of trying to give these very, um, like neutral answers. And so like for the fact that she sat there as an interviewer and saw that he was like getting flushed and like shying away and retracting into a seat. And then she just said, well, you know you're hot so like of course deal with it it's just yeah no it's tone deaf and it's not right right um and so i think people are especially worked up because all of this happened after multiple insider reports from the cast and the crew about how the majority of the euphoria's cast feels uncomfortable with the way director sam levinson's um requests seem to be going Um, So it's rumored, never confirmed outright, but strongly suggested, allegedly, that Sam Levinson requested Barbie, um, who plays Kat in the show, who's um, a a very much body positivity uh, activist. Um, He requested that she have an eating disorder storyline for this season. Um, And when she refused, because she's a body positivity activist, which he knew when he hired her, um, that... Sam Levinson allegedly cut her storyline and screen time down as much as possible this season as a punishment for her rejecting the request. There have also been several reports straight from the actors and actresses themselves that Sam Levinson has been called out multiple times this season for excessive requests of nudity or inappropriate scenes, especially between portrayed minors and adults in the show. Um, so main characters like Sydney Sweeney, who plays Cassie, and Alexa Demi, who plays Maddie, have come forward to say that they've had to outright question him in front of other people so that it was like heard. Um, after reading this after reading the script and seeing all the unnecessary nudity, they had to say that they were uncomfortable with it or that they didn't find it necessary or like contributing to the storyline at all. And then I'll I'll give him a slight pass once someone came to him and said that they were uncomfortable didn't find it necessary he did change the scene as much as he could but like why are you putting it in there in the first place i don't i don't trust the dude he sounds like a little bit of a pervert allegedly 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 Um, yeah you you don't i i get that sometimes like i don't cuss on my main channels i don't um, the only place I cuss on the internet is Rachel Uncensored. And sometimes I know when I'm filming, I'd be like, oh, if I could just cuss, this joke would be a lot funnier. This bit would be right. a lot funnier or something. So I understand, like, sometimes you do want to cross a line because you know it would emphasize something. But I don't because that's right. my chan- my channels are, you know, PG-13. Um, right. So I understand that sometimes you do need to put nudity in. Or it, you don't need to, but it, it would just make that, that little push better. Or yeah. 
to test something a little bit, but to have it that much unnecessarily when people participating are uncomfortable, even though it's like what quote unquote, what they signed up for. I don't like it. Right. I mean, I, I do understand in today's world, there has to be some sort of sexualized content in order to get people to come and watch it. People aren't going to just watch a show about, you know, a depressed, drug-addicted teen where it's just negative, negative, negative the entire time without yes, some sort of but that's incentive. what I'm saying. Like, I get that. Yeah, I know there's always going to be that sometimes you just need to do a little bit. Right. It doesn't mean you have to overdo it. And, you know. Well, and, and like, I hate that you don't watch it. <laughs> there's this, I watched there's this one l- episode. And you were like, no, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was this kind of side actress, although she kind of pulled through at the end. Um, there's a side actress. Her name's Chloe Cherry. I'm like 90% sure she was um, an adult film star before she got hired onto the show. So she's very like, you know, you would expect her to play like um, a more provocative role. But basically, like one of her very first scenes that she was shooting when walking onto set, um, Sam Levinson asked that she dress completely, like undress completely, like be whole, you know, bare and out there. And uh, her boyfriend in the scene was supposed to pick her up and shove her into an air vent in order to like hide her from people that were looking for her. And you could tell she felt uncomfortable, but was just so grateful to be on the set that she like didn't want to say anything or argue with him. So thankfully, the guy on screen that plays her boyfriend turned to the director and was like, dude, I don't I don't understand why she needs to be naked for that. And he was like, "Oh, okay, I guess you're right. And like didn't make her like. What are you doing? And then oh, and the worst story. Right. The worst story I heard is I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a scene between um a a very clear like older middle-aged woman like in her 50s and Zendaya and the way it had originally been written when the side character who plays the 50 or 54 year old read the script she read it and immediately was like I literally cannot film this because it was so predatory and so she like went to the director Sam and was like this is so uncomfortable. Like, I, I don't think I can go through with, you know, doing this mm-hmm. predatory scene. And, like, he changed it. But, again, why is it in there in the first place? It sucks that these actors and actresses have to stand up for each other and themselves so much when their job is on the line every time they do it. Well, and that's what in all of these interviews where they're telling these stories, that is the main like jumping point or like main steady point between the stories is like I almost didn't say anything because I didn't want to get fired and replaced because everyone's replaceable in Hollywood. Yes. Except Zendaya. Um, And so they were like, we almost didn't speak up and say anything, but it made them feel that disgusting having to go through with something that they literally couldn't. So like that should show you how bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it's just. It's not, yeah, because I really like that show. And so, like, I, I don't want to think anything bad of it. But, like, I also am very thankful that these actors and actresses feel um, uh, secure enough to come forward and tell these stories when even just five years ago, like, they would have been blacklisted yeah. if they said these kind of things. I know I know a few actors and actresses, and when they have to do nude scenes, like, just because you're an actor or an actress doesn't make you okay with it. Like, right. Like, it doesn't mean they're like, oh, that's what they signed up. They're, they're still human beings and they're still uncomfortable. It's just like they're trying to do their job. Just like a waiter or waitress, or, or no, uh, like a, a stripper still doesn't want to be smacked on the ass by some random dude as she's walking by. That's her body. That's her right. choice. It's not what she signed up for. If she's just like a go go dancer or someone who dances on stage, 
She did not sign up for that. She signed up to dance on stage. And you can look, but you can't touch. So you, like, and with actors and actresses, they sign on to act, and sometimes there's a nude scene, and it doesn't make them uncomfortable with it. So we shouldn't have to keep making them do more and more. And that's not what they signed up for. The problem, the problem is not writing these scenes in. The problem is that he continues to do it. Yes. Like your cast has time and time again told you that this makes them uncomfortable and they don't see it necessary. And just because you're accommodating them and changing the scene, like fine, but like stop. stop. Just Get stop some trying. help. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. All right. We can move on from this one. Uh, before yep. we do, let's check to see if we ha- Blaze. <laughs> Let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Blaze is so mad being in this room right now. So I want to go outside. Um, I'll go outside afterwards, buddy. All right. What else do we got? We got about all right. 18 more minutes. Do you want a last news story about Britney Spears? Uh, yes. I saw so much of her Instagram this week. And that girl looks yeah. like she's living a happy life. She really is. Yeah. So there's a big debate going around the internet right now about Britney Spears and her latest batch of Instagram nudies. We're just going to call them. Um, during her vacation in French Polynesia earlier this week, Britney Spears went on Instagram and posted some super revealing videos and pictures of herself wandering nude on what seemed to be like an abandoned or empty beach. And in several of the photos, she is completely nude, but uses emojis to cover up I saw. private areas. I saw. Yeah. And in, and in the videos she posts, um, she uses her hands to cover her boobs. But when readjusting her grip, I swear, I swear. I, I mean, I'm not mad, but <laughs> I don't know how it didn't get taken down um yeah a little a little more slipped into view um in the videos so the majority of her fans were in full support and cheering her on and praising her for being so free and open and happy but then of course came the wave of people that took to calling Britney embarrassing and disturbing so this sparked a huge controversy online um with the people who support her calling the critics hypocritical claiming that they didn't seem to have an issue with her posing basically nude just in her underwear for a Rolling Stones cover when she was only 17 years old. But now because she's older and I mean, quote unquote, considered considered middle aged, they all of a sudden take issue with her nudity. They don't have Um, an issue with nudity. They have an issue with someone being nude that doesn't fit their version of like sexy and pretty. Exactly. Yeah. So it it, it sparked this whole like ageism debate of like, at what point do you become too old where people will no longer find you sexy, but instead will find you disgusting and embarrassing. So that's stupid. Yeah. When I saw that, I didn't think anything other than she finally gets to post what she wants. I hope she's having fun. Oh, right. I mean, of course, I opened up Instagram and immediately I was like, whoa. And then I was like, oh, all right. (laughs) Like, I'm not I'm not. I'm not, if you don't like it, keep scrolling or unfollow her. But like, yeah, she's done racy shoots her entire career. That has always been her image is like this sex model of a singer who's supposed to like, you know, entice people with her body. But now that she's getting older, everyone's just starting to have a problem with it all of a sudden. And it's stupid. It's stupid. Yep. So, yep. All right. Well, that is it for my news stories. I loved it. All right. Do Do we have a nod to Gwen today? We do. Okay. We're going with a weird holiday this week. Love it. On March 5th, it was Learn What Your Name Means Day. 
Mine so means I went in you. I, I was worried you're gonna be mad when I told you, so I'm glad you know. It's an ew. An ew. It's an ew. As in a as in a female sheep. It's a baby um, sheep. I just a I baby. I thought ew meant like a female. It probably does. My mom always just told me I was oh. her little lamb. That's adorable. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I know it's so an I ew. have some an ew. Um so according to babynames.com, you know, the reliable uh, the name Emily is of English origin, and it means to strive or excel or rival. And it was the highest ranking name for girls in the U.S. from 1996 to 2007. So Wait, was it mean to strive to what? And survival? Excel or rival. Or rival. I thought it said survival. I was like, okay. Oh, working on that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then it, Rachel originates from the Hebrew language and means ew. Um, I'm from the Bible. It, from the Bible. Yes. Do you know the story? I'm not good. Nope. Emily, another time. All right. <laughs> I do. Was raised in a Christian household. I know the story. Oh, I forget about that. Yes. Yeah. All right. So anyway. um, <laughs> We just, just got to not talk about religion with you. Continue. Nope. <clears throat> nope. 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 All right. Uh, the, the highest percentage of people naming their babies Rachel can be found. Do you want to guess in which state? Kansas. Vermont random i often forget vermont is a state same i think it's a ski resort Honestly. welcome to the west coast we don't know yeah. anything about any other states <laughs> the east coast uh, has yeah. too many states why do you guys got like you guys have like 40 of the states over there i don't think that's accurate but <laughs> we do have a lot we do have a, got lot. a lot of states we got like 10 over yeah. here yeah yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. All right. You ready for game time? Yeah. Hit it me with it. All right. This game is called Fact Check, where I tell you a random fact about a cele- celebrity or influencer, and you have to guess whether that fact is true or not. Oh, goodness. Okay, go. All right. Number one, Kim Kardashian has her assistants remove the cardboard sleeve from her to-go coffee cups because she refuses to do it herself. She says she doesn't like the sound it makes when pulling it off. It's like nails on a chalkboard, so she excuses herself to a different room until it is removed. That is that is so elaborate that I kind of want it to be true. Because if it's not, that was a great story. Thank you. You wrote that? <laughs> no, it's actually, she's she's been on record saying that story. I believe that. That is so bizarre. If you were just like, if she just had it removed because she doesn't like it, I'd be like, nah, that's just someone making something diva up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that one was true. All right. Number two, before her YouTube days, Emma, Emma, oh my God, I cannot speak tonight. I'm also still sick and I'm like getting over it. All right. <clears throat> before her YouTube days, Emma Chamberlain got oh. caught skinny dipping in a fountain at an outdoor mall in San Mateo County, California. She had to spend five hours in county jail until her parents could come and pick her up and pay the $860 fine. This is elaborate, but I'm... They're gonna, all elaborate, so... I'm going to say no. No, it was false. <laughs> oh, I'm so good at this. I just jinxed it. <laughs> all right, number three. Nicolas Cage and Leo DiCaprio once got in a bidding war over a Mongolian dinosaur skull, which ended in Nicolas Cage paying a whopping $276,000 for the head. 
I feel like dinosaur heads are worth more than that. No, I'm going to say it's false. They, they would have paid more money for that. It's true. They, I would have thought that you were going to say like $3 million. Well, I don't think it's like a T-Rex head. I think it's like some small little, because they, in the article, it did refer to it as a glorified paperweight. So I'm assuming oh. it's like tennis ball size. I was thinking like, yeah, I was thinking like T-Rex. Same. Okay. When I first read it, yeah. Okay, that All makes right. sense. So that was true. All right. So number four, Mike Tyson once reportedly dropped an estimated $2.2 million on a 24-karat gold bathtub for his mansion in Ohio. Ohio? Uh, I know. Uh, uh, I'm going to say true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous enough. He's, yeah. he's an elaborate human. Yeah. All right, number five, Channing Tatum once purchased an albino, albino king cobra for the price of $75,000 only to return the reptile five days later after it broke out of its enclosure and nearly bit a house cleaner. I'm going to say no. You're good at that. Thank you. He doesn't seem like a snake guy. <laughs> he doesn't. Do you want to know who did buy an albino king cobra? Yes. Shaq? Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> of course he did. He's weird. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. Allegedly. Number six, Nicole Kidman once purchased a 737, which is a commercial-sized airplane, for $90 million in hopes of leasing it to a production company to use in the filming of movies and TV. After more than a year passing with no bookings, she sold it back to an airline company for $50 million, taking a $40 million loss. Who was this? Nicole Kidman. I want to believe it. I thought I'm going to say it's false. Girl. <laughs> I thought that one would get you for sure. <laughs> I feel like, no, yeah, that one, yeah. I just, I don't know. There was, that one yeah, seems ridiculous nah. to spend 90 million when you don't need to. Right. I mean, honestly, no. Anyway, all right. Um, number seven, Lady Gaga once spent a whopping $50,000 on an electromagnetic field meter designed to detect poltergeists because she thought she was being haunted by a ghost named Ryan. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she would. I've only gotten one wrong. I know. I'm so proud of you. Maybe I need to make them harder next time. No, these are All hard. Right. I'm really having to think about this. I have to kind of like know about the person a little bit first, too. Right. Do like, we have I, time for We have time for two for, more? For what? One, one or two. One. Okay. Um, number eight. Mr. Rogers was actually mandated by production to wear his iconic sweaters while filming his show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, because the TV network did not want his arm tattoo showing. Mr. Rogers only ever had one tattoo. It sat on his forearm forearm and it was of the u.s navy crest to commemorate his 16 years serving as a navy man i know tv back then would make you cover up a tattoo but a sweater vest or a sweater you know you know his iconic sweaters he always wore yeah um i say it's false because i think he could have worn something else I hate you. <laughs> I'm going to make them so much harder next no, time. No, I like that I'm winning. <laughs> yes, that was false. All right, last one. Beyonce had an Australian horsefly named after her after research, re- researchers discovered it and thought the hairs on the insect's abdomen bore a striking resemblance to the queen bee's hair herself. 
False. It's true, baby. Ah, I knew it should have been. I only got two wrong. That was good. That was good. good. Power to me. All right. Yeah. Question time. Do you got any for me? You can choose because we have time for one, right? Yeah. Okay. You can choose. We still have the one from last week that we didn't use, which is worst teacher slash professor experience. Um, Number two is if a doctor were to tell you you had 24 hours left to live, what would you do with the time you have left? And number three, when you reach the age of 80, what will matter most to you? We got, I don't want to, like I don't want to get into the teacher one. Um, okay. If I, only, I don't have, this isn't Rachel Uncensored, so I won't want to talk about what I would do with 24 hours left. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what, and when I'm 80, what's going to matter most to me? Yeah. What will matter uh, most to you? That I'm physically comfortable okay i i read that question more as like and then what like what was the people around you okay and then that like i I left a good legacy and i left the people around me like the people i'm leaving behind like my grandkids or my nieces and nephews or my children or whatever i have or do or what like that they like i left them so like i want to leave behind like good things and good memories and to be able to help them like i have money to leave them so that they can start off life well but i want to make sure like i have good family around me and that i've created a good life so i'm just surrounded by happiness and i don't have to worry about anything i like that that's very yeah. that's very similar to what i was thinking what i just were wanted you to make sure i wanted to make sure that like i experienced life to the fullest so that i traveled and did everything that i wanted to do and saw everything that i wanted to see i wanted to make sure that i made like a positive impact whether that be like on an individual level or like on a community level and yeah i just want to make sure that i still have people in my life that i love spending time with i mean my my family's gonna matter the most to me my friends and family so i want to make sure like i don't treat them terribly or do anything to make them want to leave by the time i'm 80. Yeah, when you need the most to change your diaper. So Yeah, and I want to be physically comfortable. So I don't want them sticking me in a home. I want <laughs> yeah. them to have like a private nurse that's like my best friend Ooh. who doesn't like steal from me or anything, hanging out with me all day. <laughs> and then like the grandkids just come and visit when they, they secretly just want twenty dollars or a hundred dollars from me with inflammation. Right. And but I think it's because they think that uh, they love me. So <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I want to be comfortable and not have any regrets, I guess. But yeah, have just my family and friends. Same. Yeah. And I don't want to leave and them go, ah, blast her. I don't want to leave and people be like, ugh, thankfully. Like, (laughs) it's about time. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. I want to be, I want to be healthy so I can live to 90. Mm. I'm like 85. I'm good. Uh, Like if, if I, I'm basically like. If I can't get out of a bed and I'm like, no, I don't have any people to come see me. Like no one's talking to me. It's just me. And it's some nurse that hates me and doesn't even say anything. I don't want to keep going. But if I'm like still kicking and like doing 4 p.m. dinners down at the diner, like I want to keep doing it. I'm down. the geese in the park at 6 a.m. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. As long as I'm still laughing and having fun. Yeah. When the laughter stops, I'm done noted get that put in your will pull oh the my plug and the laughter stops <laughs> i had to i talked I, I had to write my i'm ha- i'm in the middle of writing my will right now oh my god it's intense leave me leave me blaze joy gets blaze what are you talking about i will fight her <laughs> i want blaze 
my and it's not that I don't love Snoop. He doesn't love me. Blaze uh, obsessed with no, me. No, my girlfriend gets Snoop. There we and go. And then uh, Blaze, Blaze goes to Joy for sure. How about we have joint custody? Can we settle on that? No, because you're gonna undo all the work she's done with him. <laughs> I can't argue with you there. <laughs> Blaze, come here, come here. She like sleep on the bed with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. put your head on the pillow. Oh, you're a mess. I love you. I know. All right. That's all the time for we have for today. What words? That's all the time we have yeah. for today. <laughs> Don't drink a Red Bull, an entire Red Bull right before filming. Um, I love you. And make sure you're following us on All Things Internet Podcast on uh, Instagram and Podcast uh-huh. ATI on Twitter. And follow mm-hmm. us on whatever platform. And also give us a nice little rating if you want. Don't give yeah. us a bad one. That's rude. No. If you don't I'll have cry. anything nice to say, don't say it at all. But if yeah. you have something nice to say, say it, please. We'll welcome that. Yeah. What she said. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I love you guys. Uh, Emily, do you have any last words? Love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But... I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.